Coolest and Chill. I am Ollie from near Philadelphia. I'm Cinna from Ohio. And this is our introduction episode for season 12. What are we talking about? This season, congrats on remembering the number because I don't. We are... <laughs> so many episodes. <laughs> so many seasons. We are reading uh, the first three books of the Night World series by L.J. Smith. Oh my goodness, this is the first time that we have decided to not move on to a different author Mm -hmm. after doing part of their backlist the season before. I honestly, like, season 11 was just so boring. (laughs) I feel like it's just, it's just really difficult Mm -hmm. to to leave LJ Smith on that note. We can't leave it like this. No, it's not, it's not, it's not good. Uh, so the, the three books are Secret Vampire, Daughters of Darkness, mm-hmm. and Spellbinder. I'm going to look, I've got the omnibus for all nine of these goddamn books. Uh-huh. Let me see if they say anything about when it was published. So it's like, mine just say copyright 96. Okay, here I got you because the Nightworld Ultimate Fan Guide has... <gasps> The Night World Ultimate Fan Guide. We're going to have to chat about yeah. that, too. It has each of the book's old covers, and it has the month and year that they were published. That's what I want to know. Uh, So, it says that Secret Vampire was published in June of 1996. Daughters of Darkness, book two, was published in August of 1996. And Spellbinder, the third book that we're reading this season, was published in October of 1996. So, like, just a few months apart, these books. Yeah. She must have had them all basically done. I don't know. She doesn't... There are a couple of different interviews I found where she talked about, like, how she came up with Nightworld, but she doesn't really go into, like, the process of publishing them. Maybe she just writes real quick. I don't know. (laughs) I have wondered about that, if, like, not having the pressure of a publisher right now, she'll never get back to it. Like, if, if the pressure had stayed on, if the publisher had stayed positive over the years or something, being like, hey, Lisa, you got another one for us? What's going on? It certainly feels like, as she goes along, or at least as we get into the, like, the late aughts era of L.J. Smith's publishing... She does some fucking pie-in-the-sky shit constantly. (laughs) She's got a sequel to everything. She's got a sequel to everything. She's going to write nine books in her fucking Amazon self-pub Vampire Diaries fanfic series. I was on her Wikipedia page yesterday, Mm -hmm. and like at the bottom it listed like two books I'd never heard of with a TBD, and I'm like, clearly that's something else that she was planning on writing at one point that got mentioned and thrown on Wikipedia. Oh, for sure. Like I've I've read a bunch of stuff about Strange Fate, which we'll obviously talk about in its own episode. But like, there are parts where she talks about I've written the first half of Strange Fate, and it's 720 pages. Like. (laughs) Yeah, I saw I saw that. We'll, we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it because that one's going to be, like you said, its own episode. I think that's really important for people to know about the Night World series seasons that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Is we are going to do several of these to be able to get through all nine books, but we are going to do its own separate episode for everything that's available on Strange Fate. 
There's so much too. Like I was yeah. I was pillaging her website last night and I came away with like seven different strange fate related PDFs. So it's very, very good and I'm really excited for that. And I'm excited by this omnibus that you not omnibus, uh ultimate fan guide that you found. Yeah, it was very it was very helpful, especially because it is specifically about Night World, you know, so everything is relevant. Yeah. Alright, so I have never read any of these books. You've been excited for me to read them, or at least a couple mm-hmm. of them. Are any of those in this season? Yes. I My personal favorite Nightworld book is book two. So I think that's, that's the case for a lot of people, honestly. Book two is very, very popular. I feel like I've seen that title the most um, after that one in, in Black Dawn. Honestly, oh, God. Yeah, I'm also very eager for you to read Black Dawn for very different reasons. But um, no, I think that even if you don't enjoy book two, I think when you read it, you'll understand why so many people remember it the most fondly. So Okay, well, we'll, we'll get to see it this season. I'm so hyped. So tell us what you've got, what info, and then I want to hear about like each of our connections to this series. Sure. So I went digging around. I found a lot of good stuff about Nightworld. Now, granted... Part of what I enjoy about digging around is finding, like, old stuff people said about when they were writing it versus, like, things they might have said later. Like, obviously, we can do a lot of that with, like, the Den of Shadows books because the author has been consistently online. Yes. We can't really do that with Nightworld because there are not any that I could find, like, interviews from when the books were being published. Um just because A, it was probably in print, and B, like, was anybody really interviewing L.J. Smith about it? I don't know. Well, um, and this was published by Not Alloy. Correct. This was published by Simon & Schuster. Okay. It was something that she wrote she owns. Yes. Which is why you couldn't write fanfic and publish it. So she couldn't write the final book and publish it uh, like she did with her Vampire Diaries ones. Right. I mean, she could probably post it on her website. Like, God knows she's already published a lot of (laughs) related material. But she also, I mean, we'll talk about it again in Strange Fate, but I found so many, so many things with her being like, it's this long now. Now it's two books. Now it's three books. Like, this lady. Um, You need an editor. She had editors, though, and, like, the editors were telling her no. (laughs) Jesus. She's like, every time you tell me no, it gets a quarter longer. <laughs> I'm certain. I am certain. There was distinctly a thing where she said, uh, Simon and Schuster refused to make it two volumes, and I yeah. wanted it to be two volumes. And I'm like, Lisa, these books were 250 pages. What will they think when I make it for? <laughs> it's going to be a nine-part series that I'm going to publish on Wattpad. Well, like, you'd think that a book publisher would be like, just give us book ten, then we can sign you on for more books. It's very interesting because ugh, we can't we can't talk about it. We'll talk about it when we talk all about right, Strange right, Fate. There's, like, a whole we'll thing. Tell me about Nightworld. Okay. I found some interviews with her uh, where they asked her about Nightworld. Uh, while she was touring for, like, Vampire Diaries. And she said that she was tired of writing trilogies. <laughs> A.K.A. one story split into three books. <laughs> I, right. I love that she was just like, I've been writing trilogies. I'm over it. I'm going to write a quadrilogy. 
So she said that her idea for Nightworld was to write eight to ten books that would fit together. Okay. Starting off with vampires and then going on to write about witches and shapeshifters and hunters and stuff. (laughs) And then in another interview, she says that, like, the idea was for each of the stories to stand alone and to, like really heavily feature like one strong female character and she's always very specific about her prioritizing the girls right so she liked the idea of having like a single individual character with like she says vocation for some reason she wanted each of her her female characters to have a vocation (laughs) okay i'm sending them all to book tech where they (laughs) get a vocation um and then in the Nightworld fan guide, she goes into more depth because the whole intro is like her talking about why she started writing Nightworld. And um, she said, it began when I wanted to write standalone novels that would combine horror and romance. And she does mm. emphasize that specifically a few times about it being a horror romance series. Now, you and I did discuss last night that this was before urban fantasy was a widely circulated subgenre yeah paranormal romance like when she says horror fantasy you know we know lisa jane can write horror but she may just be like you know vampires are a horror creature so i'm gonna write a vampire romance you know what else would you call it but horror romance it's so interesting to see a world in a time when she didn't have those words to pull on and be like oh yeah this is pnr okay right and uh, granted, it's been a while since I've read Nightworld, but, you know, I would classify, like, Forbidden Game as horror romance. I would classify yes. the last book of Vampire Diaries as horror romance. I don't remember, more than any of the other ones, I remember Nightworld being very paranormal romance. Okay. So, I mean, we'll see, obviously. But, <laughs> you know, aside from the amazing covers, I would not personally classify them as horror. But Gotcha, gotcha. It is very interesting. I... I wonder how someone like Lisa Jane would have done if she had been, you know, 15 years later. And yet at the same time, if that would have even existed without people like her. So it really wouldn't, because if you Google things like I was Googling Nightworld and interviews and stuff, I found a lot of authors talking about like, yeah, I read Nightworld and it had a big influence on me. So like I, you know, I really do think that these books are very foundational in terms of like establishing especially like a 10 book series set in an interconnected world right like that's very urban fantasy yeah yeah yeah. where you're like this might have a lot of tropey stuff in it i'm sure we'll we'll discuss that but it it wasn't a trope at the time right she's she is doing some groundbreaking work here you know as silly as it is (laughs) and especially after having you know read fucking secret circle and mm-hmm. dark visions to be like oh i hate to i hate to give you any you know praise because you drag <laughs> me up a wall but this is the lady who wrote forbidden game you know like mm-hmm. i want to love a lot in this i want to be like lisa jane this is where you were headed with your backlist i yeah i'm i'm very eager to see like how how Nightworld works is like a culmination of her pre 2008 series yeah and just sort of seeing like what a a tight like 250 page lisa jane smith story looks like yeah because all of her other ones were 
three 250 page stories that told one book and you're just like no and you know then you when you get into like the post twilight like vampire diaries books those things are fucking door stoppers so <laughs> we don't have to read those do we <laughs> i don't know ollie do we i don't think we do i kind of want to i really do i i've like like the big lj smith fan and i have never i read the first new vampire diaries and did not continue but i really oh, do want to well she only wrote so many of them yep she only wrote like six of them i want to say i think it was seven what i saw well plus that the she two... didn't write book eight or something yeah well plus the two kindle pubs yeah 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 well, well, I guess we'll see, you know, when, as we go along, if we're like, are we still having fun? Do we mm-hmm. want to read? I would just like to put out there that you are making me read Mavra, so. Look, I <laughs> need to know how the Mavra reads after having done all of this fucking analysis. Like, that, <laughs> that feels like we need to do it so maybe i will you know once we get through all of this be like yeah we need to see where she is 10 years from now because like there's just a lot when you get through the author's like whole huge backlist to be like where the fuck did we end up is this really where we are i mean i honestly think that the post 2008 stuff will be the most fascinating because that is like Lisa Jane kind of unleashed, yeah, but not really because obviously she did get kicked off her own series. But like they let her go and do her own thing for six books, you know? Yeah, and she took ten years off, right? So it's like, what happened? You know, how did you evolve as a writer? Yeah. Um. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Night World. Uh. So. She wanted to do uh, a series set in a secret society mm-hmm. that would slowly reveal itself to readers. So, like, I guess the idea was to, like, introduce vampires and then, you know, just kind of build on the world. She said that she also wanted to write about a, and I quote, new kind of forbidden love. Oh. Now, Gaze? I'm going <laughs> to. No. <laughs> Oh, Ollie. How <laughs> silly of me. <laughs> the gaze. <laughs> <laughs> the gaze. <laughs> Never. Not in Lisa Chain's fiction. Um, but when we get to Witchlight, we will talk about no. it because she she does Lisa Jane does Lisa Jane all over the place. So <laughs> we'll talk about it. But um so I'm gonna read this because it is very reading this fucking letter, it's so it's so Lisa Jane. So I also wanted to write about a new kind of forbidden love. That's not easy. Most good forbidden love topics were old by Shakespeare's time. But with this series, I could create the possibility of forbidden love simply by saying that the laws of the night world would prohibit a night person from falling in love with a human. (laughs) But I still needed one more ingredient. I needed the rise of the soulmate principle to actively force night people to fall in love with humans no matter how hard they fought against it voila then it was just a matter of making up interesting characters and setting them loose in my head to see what they would do (laughs) so i just really do love her copying to just being like yeah i just needed a reason for these characters who hate each other to have to get together at the end and i didn't really want to like work i don't want to do the work I just wanted them to mm, zing. 
Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, because I said so. Yeah, which I I have actually been doing for my entire career. Like, As let's not beat know, around the bush. Right? <laughs> and then they fell in love. Okay, <laughs> but here it's a principle, so right, you can't right. argue about it. Here we're gonna just be real honest about it. Maybe that will make it easier for me to just be like, this is part of the story. Yeah, this is literally what the fucking series is built on. Right. The author said, I want to do this. I need a reason. I don't want to do the work. Everyone's just going to have be a soulmate. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so that was the idea for the night world. And then okay. there's an, another little fucking subtweet in here that I just I just <laughs> want to put out there because it's delightful. So she's talking about like how she keeps herself from and she she says plagiarizing other people, right? Okay. So she says, um, one thing I always do is look carefully at my characters and plot from all angles to make sure I'm not plagiarizing a book or series that I may have read before. That's just normal procedure for ethical authors. We make sure our stories aren't too much like another story we might have read. Of course, since there are many ideas that have been around since Babylonian myths and many characters that are archetypal. But really... It's almost impossible to take many things from a body of another author's work, say someone else's characters or plot or story device, without actually intending to do so. I can't imagine wanting to do that. I wish I could say every author felt the same way. Lisa Jane, you're being shady about fanfic? She, no, I, I've seen so many interviews where people ask her about Twilight, and she gets so like slyly catty about it wait when is this because this is night world and twilight isn't until later excuse me hold on let me straighten up here because we're gonna dish so all right i mean first off uh i assume everyone in the whole fucking world knows that twilight inspired 50 shades of gray so like this is just making it even weirder to me so what lisa jane contends or at least what people I have contended on her behalf, which she references, but of course she doesn't, you know, she doesn't know, um, is that Twilight is very similar to Vampire Diaries. Now, sort of in the tropiness of it, right? (laughs) Like, you know, vampires in high school, love triangles, like... They're not brothers, they're not, they're not, they're not brothers. We've read much more similar books. I was going to say, if we want to yell at anyone for like stealing from Lisa Jane Shattered Mario. I would love if like we think she's talking about Twilight, but secretly Lisa Jane is subtweeting Amy. Like that would be amazing. I uh, know, let's but, believe that. But yeah, the world thinks it's Twilight. Well, but she has said in interviews, people have asked her like, oh, have you read Twilight? It's kind of similar to Blah. It has and- vampires in love, so therefore... Right. And she will be like, oh, I've never read it, but people tell me it's similar. And I, you know, we've just, we've never done anything legal about it. <laughs> she wouldn't have been able to. No, she wouldn't have. And, and there have been interviews where people will say like, well, do you know about Stephanie Meyer's like infamous dream that she had that inspired Twilight? And L.J. Smith will be like, oh, no, I don't know anything about it. But it's very similar to my book about vampire brothers. Oh, my God. She's absolutely one of those authors who's like, no one's allowed to do anything similar to mine. You used a character name I used. 
Yeah, so I I think what this is is her subtweeting in her her little introduction letter, uh, Stephanie Meyer. Even though I am personally confident that Stephanie Meyer does like Stephanie Meyer infamously has talked about like I don't read vampire shit. <laughs> like yeah, no, I I fully believe because like as again as we know Stephanie Meyer originally was writing them as like fairies and the publisher was like what about vampires like no there's she did not read fucking vampire diaries right right but i just it's so funny that like you know lj gets a huge rise off of twilight like that's why they start publishing vampire diaries again i remember i was working at the bookstores at the time yeah and you know and then now she's out here like somebody so shady i wish everybody could say the same (laughs) like lj She's like, I recognize that high tides floated my ship, but fuck that tide. <laughs> fuck, fuck that tide. Fuck the moon it rode in on. She <laughs> stole it from me. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, for me, if I saw that just out of, like I said, out of contact, I was like, what the fuck? You don't like fanfic writers. Like, that's so weird to me. What the fuck? So to have the context is good. But um, it does make me wonder how she would feel about Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, well, I am actually trolling around finding all these interviews. I did see a bunch of places where she did, or not a bunch of places, old places on her website where she did give her blessing for fanfic. Okay. She's like, my policy is that once my characters are out into the world, they become property of the readers. Like, I may not agree with what they write, mm-hmm. but it's their interpretations and she doesn't seem to have a problem with it she she even solicits like fanfic to be sent to her but only g-rated specifically so which is so weird because like you're not supposed to do that you're not supposed to read your fanfic i think she's trying to like build she was trying to build her website as like a community hub so she's like hey i'll post your fanfic send it to me she posted a bunch of fan art you know stuff like that that's cute yeah, so she she doesn't seem like she's super like Anne Rice about it, but okay. okay. The other thing that I did want to mention about Nightworld uh as a project mm-hmm. um was something that she also emphasizes, which is that the thread, I'm sorry, that binds all the novels together is redemption. So like the possibility of a second chance, everyone has choices to make, even the most evil of vampires can choose to atone and be redeemed. Mm. Like redemption is possible for everyone it's in like her list of things that she like believes as an author which is true now the level of awfulness that the vampires in Nightworld get up to is pretty heinous so how much this policy of always can be redeemed works for you i think is going to vary wildly oh boy well uh that does at least sound similar to the rest of her backlist where like you know julian got his moment Mm -hmm. of redemption and we saw you know in in dark visions gabriel come around Mm -hmm. even fucking damon ends up part of the scooby gang so that that tracks for her as an author she's certainly very consistent i do think it's fun to see her like just say it you know like i i think no matter what somebody has done for example metaphorically rape their brother um (laughs) they can be redeemed for it metaphorically rape a a shed full of young dudes with their teeth. (laughs) yeah you know uh metaphorically serial kill a bunch of people who look like your ex in another country you know (laughs) normal things drain people until they're dead (laughs) kill people as a teenager yeah too funny 
really glad we're splitting this up into like chunks though it, it feels like starting over on the the den books mm-hmm. where it's like there were so many of those it's like no this one fucking series itself needs to have its own split yeah <laughs> well i'm glad she cops to it because we've been seeing it for sure and then somebody did ask her how she went about planning the series mm. because night world builds to uh eventually having like an apocalyptic finale supposedly okay so it was all aimed to go somewhere this is what she asserts okay (laughs) i like the way you say that i would not have for me reading them the apocalyptic stuff did feel like it can't kind of came out of nowhere in the last like four books okay but also it's been a long time i was 12 maybe i didn't (laughs) notice shit so she says i had to have a game plan from the start because there were so many rules and if you go to her website and I'll I'll have a packet of stuff that I I will put up for people there is the There's most homework god children. <laughs> No, it's fun extras for Night World super fans. Okay, okay, okay. Which we are all about to become. Oh yeah, oh for Whether sure. Whether we like uh, it fucking or not, we're reading them. Prepare yourself all you're about to be a stan. <laughs> I do I do want to say I love that like through reading each of these authors' backlists I end up knowing way more information than I should. And it's just stored. And I'm like, why do I have this here? Why can't I do stuff with my life? No. I have all of the information about fucking dark vision in my head now. (laughs) I love that. You're like, I don't even like these books. Why do I know this? (laughs) Well, you're like, "Uh, actually, in book two. (laughs) Slap me. Like, I don't know this much about book series that I like. Why is this in Why can't I be this, like, because it's not even obsessed. It's just, like, analyze. Why can't can't I have analyzed, like, Sean and McGuire's October Day series and know all of this useless (laughs) facts? (laughs) Oh, man. Maybe someday, man. (laughs) We'll do do backlist grown up. Yeah. (laughs) Read some adult ones. Backlist for adults, yes. (laughs) So, so continue. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. So she says that she had all of this information. And like I said, there is this awful looking family tree that is on her website. Um, That's a, a literal PDF. It's fucking massive. I looked at it for five seconds and my eyes started to bleed. But, <laughs> you know, um, like, I like my eyes. I'm going to stop looking. Yeah. But she she likes to said that she made this family tree for like different periods of the night world. Like, ancient days, pilgrim days, current day. Well, that's got me interested, because you know how I love my timelines. Mm, I hope hope LJ doesn't disappoint. (laughs) But she does also assert that she had all of this planned from the beginning. Okay. Um, I had the background in my head, and I tried to dole it out in little pieces so it wouldn't sound too much like a history lesson, but Nightworld history changed radically when I introduced the new prophecies about the end of the world in Hunter's no Black Dawn and Witchlight. Oh, yes. And it wasn't until Witchlight that I unveiled the means by which the world would be destroyed. So um, maybe it did evolve a little bit as she wrote, okay. like, the books. But yeah, no, she says, you know, I got re- fucking receipts. I got notepads for every character. I love that she specifically says that she, like, describes the character's eye color and hair color so that she doesn't double dip. And... I've been there. <laughs> and what their rooms look like. Like, those Aww. are the three important pieces of information for Lisa Jane. How to know a character. Hair, 
eyes what the room looks like. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, well, there's a lot more that goes into it, Lisa, but I guess if I saw someone's room, I would learn quite a bit about them. It's true. And this does feel like very secret circle of her where we got hair color, eye color, and they ever went to each other's rooms, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Well, first I want to comment that it's very silly to me because we all super loved apocalyptic stories as we got closer to the new millennium. Mm-hmm. And it, it is literally something that would take place in the millennium. Yeah. So it's like, that is such a great, just just knowledge. Just so cool to know that like, oh, wow, we're going to get to an apocalyptic uh, series, you know, that, that takes place, you know, or rather is published starting in 96. So that's that's fun. You know, I was super big into watching like Millennium and stuff like that. I was really intrigued by the whole turn of the century kind of thing, because, of course, you know, living through Y2K, you're know, like, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Mm hmm. Just very cool. Very cool. A couple other tidbits that I want to share before we can move on. Mm -hmm. She was asked directly, do you believe in soulmates? She says, uh, of course I do. Oh, obviously. Of course. Of course. Well, I'm not quite sure that there's only one person in the world who is your soulmate. Good on you, Lisa. And while I don't think that if your true love dies, you will never find love again, I do believe that people can fall in love very deeply and that love can last a lifetime. And if that doesn't describe a soulmate, then what does? I mean, that is fine. But to me, that sounds like you only really know in retrospect whether or not like you've moved on or like they've passed on. To look back and be like, yeah, that person was one of my soulmates. As opposed to this, I meet you and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to love you forever. It's a much more grounded answer than I expected from Lisa, but it is not reflected in her work. <laughs> and then the other thing that I found was somebody asked her what her favorite book is of, of that she's written. She lists like four of her own books. Um, but then she says... Uh, at the end of the day, I suppose I have to say the first omnibus of the Vampire Diaries because I put my entire self into the Vampire Diaries books. It's like the old maxim, writing is easy, just sit down at the keyboard and open a vein. And in other places, she talks about how she literally made Elena look like herself. What? So I know that's a Vampire Diaries related tidbit, but I did need to share that with everybody. And I wish we'd had this tidbit back then because that's amazing. Yep. And we've always discussed, too, where we're like, she's so up Elena's butt, and it would make so much sense if she's like, ah. so I've recently re-listened, I had a very long car ride, and I was like, you know what, I'm actually tired of all of my music, and I re-listened <laughs> to our almost whole backlist, or for, for Lisa Jane, and it was wild to hear us talking about St. Elena, and how at the end of the book... Bonnie writes the final chapter in Elena's diary and she we, we were discussing how the theme seems to be Elena's not that bad and if you don't like her then you're wrong <laughs> so so to hear that she put her whole self into this and modeled herself or modeled Elena physically after herself it's like oh you made like a mean terrible fucking girl and then you were like, stop it. That's me. You stop. Right. And then you stand her for 20 years, you know. Ridiculous. 
fun stuff. I am I am personally glad that she did get that second wave because it gave us so much good, so much juicy info. We wouldn't have this. Mm-mm. So that's what I have for the uh, history behind the vampire. No, not even the vampire <laughs> diaries. The night world, ostensibly. Like I said, there's a bunch of info on Strange Fate. I have a 34, I'm sorry, 28 page document. Only six pages are Night World. The rest of it is Strange Fate. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) I wish we were able to just jump to Black, uh, not Black, um, Strange Fate, but like I know I need to wait. I need to have everything else. You need the foundation. You need the build up. It won't be 20 years of build up. So that I can be just as excited as you are to talk about it. It'll be, it'll be fun. There's so much info out there. Yep, yep. So, uh, Ollie, we've talked about the publication history, development history of the Night World. Uh, why don't you why don't you tell us uh, what you know about the series? All right. So most of my information, interestingly enough, from this particular series comes out of being on the Den of Shadows boards for Amelia Atwater Rhodes, mm-hmm. who's been another author who we've been doing a bunch of their backlist. So it was a lot of people who really liked Amy's books, because all of Amy's books are in the same world, or at least they were at the time. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people really, like, commented about how similar (laughs) these books were with those ones. Um, So most of what I know is just that, like, people really liked The Night World, who also really liked Amy's books, one of my other best friends, Lois, really enjoyed Night World. I remember her telling me about that. Mm-hmm. And I think I remember hearing the Midnight Predator. People were like, this is basically just Black Dawn. Mm-hmm. And Circle Daybreak is basically just... that Single Earth is just basically Circle Daybreak. Accurate. <laughs> um, you know, because, like, there's vampires and witches and shifters and hunters... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So my knowledge of this series is all filtered through that, which is all like, this is basically it, is this sense that like this author who was my friend, that a lot of people maybe thought she unintentionally plagiarized a lot of this series. LJ certainly would. Yeah, if LJ, if if Amy's books had had any kind of hit on her radar that was LJ's radar, she would have been fucking mm-hmm. suing, I guarantee it, because <laughs> first off, she would have been like, well, Shattered Mirror is clearly just Vampire Diaries, and as that is me, you <laughs> sued. So most of my expectation is that I'm going to see a lot of, and because, you know, Amy has, I mean, admitted is not the right word, but said that, you know, oh yes, I've, I've read a bunch of LJ Smith books, and that it included Night World. That I think, you know, the 12 to however many years old teenage author didn't realize that she was internalizing, to steal a phrase from Kavya Viswanathan, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm expecting to just see a lot from the den reflected here. Yeah, I'm so curious for you, because like I, I read a lot of this stuff concurrently with Amy's stuff, right? So yeah. But yeah, for you who have never read any of these books, but are very familiar with Amy's stuff, to just be like, hmm, mm. seems sus, Amy. <laughs> and I remember there was a long time where I was like, no, all of my ideas are unique because I'm, you know, 15, and so therefore how dare you assume? And it's like, but you don't fucking know. It's like, I, it's the kind of thing where I want someone, specifically Amy, to look back and be like, oh my god, yeah, no, 
obviously, mm-hmm. I read these books. I got a lot of ideas from it. My world is my own world. But fuck, obviously, obviously, I got super inspired by this. 100% the den exists because I read these books. Like, I just, I want that to just acknowledge it and be like, I was a teenager and I didn't know that I was doing that. And I said at the time, but it wasn't. Right, exactly. I mean, that's it. Like, nobody's gonna fucking see you except for LJ, but you can probably <laughs> fucking stop worrying about that now. I know, right? But, like, it's fine. Yeah. We all do it. We all did it, you know? Oh, for sure. There were so many, like, I drew a lot of comics, like, superhero comics. Mm-hmm. And there was just so many times where it's like, boy, that looks like this character from that place. I'm like, no, it's not. And, like, I look back <laughs> on it now and, like, it totally just was. Look at that. It was. It was, definitely. Totally yeah. just was. Oh, what? You changed the name and you changed the hair? Good job. <laughs> We're all 15. It's fine. Yeah. So that's definitely something I've been curious about with Nightworld. And I'm glad that we have gotten so far in our Amelia Atwater Rhodes backlist mm-hmm. to be able to look at it and see. Because, of course, like, the den led towards to some thing that changed everything that changed nothing mm-hmm. and to see if it's like are you were you still <laughs> not realizing how much you had like cribbed from this so that that will be interesting and then you know obviously we're gonna get to the mavra at some point probably between these series mm-hmm. so we'll be able to see you know and what about that one so that's that's where I'm at. That's what I'm expecting. Um, and then I've heard from you, you know, like a couple of the books are good and that there are soulmates that I've been like dreading it. But, mm-hmm. you know, at least I'm going in prepared. Other than that, I've heard like a couple characters names, like I said, again, mentioned by people who are reading them. And I know nothing about the actual plots. That's me. All right. So I'll be this many years old. <laughs> How old were you when you read them? I mean, uh, my Night World story is the same as all my other L.J. Smith stories. Like, I was probably 12-ish. I read all of the ones that they had. Had to spend a few years finding the ones that the library didn't have. You know, I read all of them as a preteen. Obviously loved them. (laughs) Certain books more than others. And then some of them were just kind of hard to find. Like, I read the first three and the last three. And then I couldn't find, like, the middle three for, like, five years. Oh, interesting. So there are just differences in availability. Yeah. Uh, You know, never remembered a time in my life where I have not been a fan of Night World. But it has been many years since I have uh, gone back to read the books themselves. Uh, And obviously, it's been about the same amount of time since I read fucking Dark Visions, and we all know how that turned out, (laughs) so I guarantee nothing. Which is interesting, because you mentioned when we started the Dark Visions one that you'd reread that one a bunch. Yes, and I had reread it in preparation for a thing we were going to do for paper cuts. So, like, I've read all of these in my adult years. Okay. But, you know, apparently not well enough. We'll see, we'll see. So which ones are you most looking forward to? I know you've you've mentioned it, but let's hear it all again. So uh, I'm looking forward to Daughters of Darkness. That one's my favorite. Okay. And that'll be this season. That'll be this season. I'm looking forward to Black Dawn, just so we can do a fun compare and contrast with Midnight Predator. Excellent. Is that going to be the the next time we come back to this series? No, that will be the third set. Okay. Um, The middle ones are... 
not the best ones, but it do, they do have a fun Vampire Hunter one that's very, like, Buffy Angel. I remember liking that one, but that is one of the shitbag vampires, so we'll see. Mm. Which one are you least looking forward to? Dark Angel. <laughs> Dark Angel is the bad one. Everybody knows it. <laughs> but uh, I also remember the third one in this chunk, um, Spellbinder being not the best. Okay. Uh, so it'll be interesting to re- revisit that and see if it is as not good as I remember. All right, all right, all right. Well, then, next time when we meet up, we will have read Secret Vampire, which, like, by the way, I didn't know any of the names of any of these books beyond having heard of Daughters of Darkness and Black Dawn. Like, Black Dawn was the only one that I really could remember when we were heading into this. And I saw Daughters of Darkness was like, oh, yeah, that one, too. Mm -hmm. The... Second series is Dark Angel, The Chosen, and Soulmate. We'll talk about that more when we get there. And then mm-hmm. the third series, and this is all just one series, of course, but uh, will be Huntress, Black Dawn, and Witchlight. Oh my gosh. So it was like the last one before the one that never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Strange Fate. Super funny to me. I've got the omnibus right here. And it came out in <laughs> June 2008. And... In the the entry area of, you know, like Night World's t- number two, number three, blah, blah, blah. And coming soon, the dramatic conclusion, strange fate. <laughs> like, oh, you all were so hopeful. Oh, man. Truly, uh, going through the Reddit, looking for information on LJ. As of four months ago, people were like, when is strange fate coming oh, out? No. <laughs> I know I sent you an image last night where someone had been on the goodreads and was like wow when even goodreads takes away the projected publication date you know it's bad yeah <laughs> and it's like the most recent uh expected publication date was like 2030 and it's like you know that's just a fucking joke yeah it's, it's never happening we can all yeah we're carving it on her tomb <laughs> strange fate coming out next year oh lj <laughs> i'm writing it from beyond the grave <laughs> <laughs> like we know you are sweetie we know you are right you'll only know the contents of strange fate when you uh die slash ascend but only if you've found your soulmate <laughs> oh no oh no we better fucking get on that or we'll never know <laughs> if you haven't felt it the zing keep going if you haven't fallen uh head over tits into somebody's brain literally <laughs> deeply irrevocably in love where you just like know everything about them otherwise not real you're never gonna know how strange fate goes sorry and it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be like 12 books (laughs) 12 book series coming soon from simon and schuster for sure in the afterlife (laughs) afterlife and schuster (laughs) excellent excellent. all right well then i look forward to I do I do look forward to this series over the course of seasons. I think it's going to be fun. Good. I'm glad that Dark Visions didn't leave too bad a taste in your mouth. I mean, it's so very did, but <laughs> because because of like all of my my 30 hours of driving that I had in November where I just mm-hmm. like went through like multiple seasons of of books, I'm just like, "You know what? I I can't move on to what we were going to move on to. I think we need to go back to LJ." <laughs> 
We need to redeem her. We do. We can't leave it on Dark Visions. That was a fucking fart. As you said, a wet <laughs> fart of a series. Right. And if there's anything LJ has taught us, it's that anybody can be redeemed. So get on it, LJ. Oh, we're, our, we're doing it. We're doing it right. <laughs> the first three books of Night World. Let's try that. One of them's got to be good. <laughs> At least one. Yeah. Statistically. <laughs> Unlike Buggy Dark Visions. <laughs> Like at least Statistics Secret Circle. Last time. I've got some laughs about Dark Visions. Mm-hmm. Just, just go back, rewrite. <laughs> right, that's what it is. Just send it back. Bring me back a steak that's cooked, please. <laughs> so it feels like you just ran it through a warm room. <laughs> you're like it's cooked. I'm like you didn't even put any sauce on it. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even like eat steak much regularly. Why would I eat this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I I look forward to seeing her urban fantasy series. All the different creatures. I'm I'm really excited to see all the different creatures because I do love when she tries new and weird stuff. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. All right, and uh, also, obviously, we were not drinking this time, but the alcohol will be back next time. Yes, alcohol will return in Secret Vampire. <laughs> Secret Vampire Season 12, Episode mm. 1. Yeah. You will join us here. You can find us on Twitter for now, I guess, you know, while Twitter's still existing. Right, we'll see. <laughs> At Backlist Podcast. And you can find me there uh, for now. I'm Olivia Hennis. Uh, I'm also on Mastodon at Seeds of Winter if you want to chat with oh, me there. Cool. So. Uh, I have not adopted any Twitter alts. I'm too old to learn new things. I love you're younger than me. <laughs> I, I am. But you know what? I'll be on Twitter till it dies, and then I'll probably just be on Discord. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, that's where I'm all, yeah. But Discord is, like, for just, like, friends. Right. Like, if people are listening to us, you could be our friends, but you got to get in with us on Twitter now. You do. You have to do it while Twitter still exists. Otherwise, we'll disappear. You'll never be able to find us. Yeah, you'll just hear our podcast and be like, I could have been chatting about silly books with them, but I was nervous because, like, I can hear their voices and they can't hear mine. Like, we're just we're just people. Just ch- Just come chat with us. We had a whole ass backlist nano this year. Like, you could have been there and it would have been a thing. We would have clapped you on the back for every word you wrote. Oh my like, god, people wrote so many words. It was so good. It was. It was very good. But the point is, uh, you know, friend us now. Yeah. While there's still time before Elon blows us all up. Exactly. It's like the, the 1920s speakeasies. You got to get the password. The password is talk to us on Twitter for like a couple <laughs> times. And right. then be like... Hey, I'm also a writer. Can I get in on that Discord? We'll be like, fuck yeah, let's go. Get in here. We would love to tell you all good words. And then we are also on Patreon, which if you want to come be a patron, you can talk to us there. Like No one ever talks to us. Like, Sub talks to us and Rave talks to us. We got two nice comments um, from folks when I posted about us not being on, um, not doing a November episode. Oh, good. Yeah, it was it was really nice. It was nice uh, to have y'all's understanding. So. Okay, okay. And uh, where, where can they find you right. on Twitter? Uh, oh, sorry. I'm on Twitter at endless underscore run again while there's still time. Limited time <laughs> offer. And then we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash backlist and chill, uh, where you can chat with us. You can get new episodes super early. I'm thinking like 
maybe one of the the night world like fan episode might be like a patreon exclusive uh yeah that'd be great yeah so you know there is some exclusive content Every on there then. come support us on patreon and get some stuff early and some stuff exclusive all right we shall see you all next time yeah bye, bye.